There's a vast difference between sins today and sins of the 1940s. In the period of the 1940s, people committed the same sins they're committing today, but they didn't commit them in front of all. Usually their sins were hidden. Today they flaunt them and say they have a right to do this. It's their choice to be homosexual lesbian, to be adulterers, fornicators, to be murderers by killing their own children through abortion. And they protest and demonstrate for their right to sin before all the world. And that's the main difference because when man sins against God and against the righteous people, those sins reach the face of God, and when that happens, look for destruction. Second Peter chapter 2. There were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, the Lord being the Word. They deny the Word, portions of the Word, and bring upon them swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. They explain away the sins listed in the Bible. They say, oh no, God wants you to be happy. Sure, he would want the divorced woman to be able to remarry. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 10 and 11. Paul says this is a commandment of the Lord. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but, and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the man put away his wife. So that is a commandment of the Lord. What about homosexuals and lesbians? What does the Bible say? That's what we go by. That's how we know the heart of God, is by what the Bible says. Romans chapter 1. Start reading at verse 20. For the invisible things of him, of God, from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into 
an image made like to corruptible man. Wherefore God gave them up to uncleanness, through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God, retain the word of God, the Bible, in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Now that's what God has to say about homosexuals and lesbians. He turned them over to vile affections. Sometimes they will come saying they were born homosexual or lesbian. My cleaning lady asked me about that one time. I could not answer her that day, but I did turn to God with the situation, and he reminded me of this scripture, Mark chapter 10, verse 6. Jesus said, But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. But because of what they did in refusing to keep the knowledge of God from the Bible in front of their face, it says that God turned them over to a reprobate mind to commit vile affections, Romans chapter 1, verse 26. And even the women turned from what is natural and had sex with other women, and the men turned from what is natural and had sex with other men. That's what Romans 1, verses 26, 27 28, 29 has to say. This is God's view as presented by the Holy Bible. So if someone asks you, do you support homosexuals and lesbians? Take this section of scripture and read it to them and say, no, I don't support homosexuals and lesbians because I'm a Christian and I support what God has said in the New Testament Bible. You may be afraid to do that, but if they ask you, you have a right to tell them if they ask you. We have a woman living in our neighborhood, and one day she said to me, Do you support gays and lesbians? And I said, No. And I gave her this scripture in Romans chapter 1. This woman professes to be a Christian, and I am a Christian. 
But whether or not they profess to be Christians, if they ask you, I would think you would have a right to answer their question. As Christians, we speak that which God says in the Holy Bible. This is not my opinion. This is what God says. And as a Christian, I am obligated to conform to that which God says about the issues at hand. And he states them for us in the New Testament Bible. It is for the reason of the homosexuals in the day of Sodom that God destroyed Sodom. For every man, young and old, in every quarter of Sodom came out to try to have sex with the two angels who looked like regular men who were staying at Lot's house. In Genesis 19, the two angels who came to Sodom explained this to Lot, who was Abraham's nephew. Start at verse 12. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou any here besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city? Bring them out of this place. Verse 13. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. Genesis 19, verse 4. These two men, who were really angels, Lot came to them to get them to come into his house and spend the night under the protection of his roof, because Lot knew what the men of Sodom were. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both young and old, all the people from every quarter, from every quarter of the city of Sodom, both the young and the old, came to Lot's house. And they called unto Lot, and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them, that we may have sex with them. And Lot said to them, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Lot knew it was a sin. And they said, Stand back. And they said again, This one fellow, Lot, came in to sojourn, and he will need to be a judge. Now we will deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the angels put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house, and shut the door. Verse 11, And these angels smote the men of Sodom 
that were at the door of the house of Lot with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. And that's when the angels told Lot that God had sent them to destroy Sodom and to bring him out. And while Lot lingered in Sodom, these two angels laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought him forth and set him without the city. And they said to him, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. Neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest thou be consumed. And the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot escaped and entered into Zoar, a nearby city. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. But Lot's wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. You can't look back. Go forward. Flee the destruction lest you be consumed by it. And what is sin in the sight of God? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10 tells us what sin is. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate homosexuals, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards. There are medical people today who call drunkenness a disease, but it's called a sin in the Bible. Nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians chapter 5, verses 19, 20, and through 21. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, which is lust over various things, idolatry, witchcraft, which is living in superstitions, doing things for luck, Hatred, variance, which is arguing, debating, emulations, which is trying to outdo other people, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, reviling, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, says Paul, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom 
of God. I do not hate the people committing the sin, but I'm not going to openly have them into my house because of what the Apostle John said in Second John. If we have them into our house, we might not receive a full reward from God in heaven. Listen to this passage of Scripture and then make your decision as a Christian. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. That's in Second John. Verse 9, Whoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God speed. For he that biddeth him God speed, have a good day, for example is partaker of his evil deeds. After I saw this scripture, I became very careful about anyone that I would say, have a good day, wishing them well. If that person goes out and sins against God, this says, I will be a partaker of his evil deeds deeds. I'm very careful when I say, I wish you well, have a good day, because I have to know that person pretty well and be assured that that person is not going to go out in secret and commit these sins. When I lived in Lubbock, Texas, there was a man who lived in a house behind me He and his wife were celebrating some kind of anniversary. He came to me and asked me if I would rent my guest bedroom to him because he had so many people coming to the anniversary that he didn't have room to place them at his house. And I said, no, I won't rent the room to you, but you can use the room. And he said, well... My wife's daughter and her friend need a place to stay. And then all of a sudden it hit me. Her friend? What's the story about her friend? And I said to him, what do you mean her friend? And he said, well, she is a lesbian and her lover is with her. And I said, oh, no, I can't have them into my house. But if you have a married couple that would like to stay at my house, I could put them at my house. He said, well, I don't approve of lesbians either. Now, he didn't know the Bible on the subject. I never heard from him again. About two years later, I saw his wife 
And I said to her, how's Bernard doing now? I haven't seen him in a long time. She said, oh, he passed away. I said, he died? And she said, yes. And I said, oh, I didn't know that. And I told her I was sorry to hear that. She said, I want to speak with you. And I said, oh, fine, any time. And she said, I'll come over to your house tonight. I want to talk with you. So I prepared for her, turned the back porch light on so she could enter the house easily. I had cheese and crackers ready. I even had some wine ready. I'm not opposed to drinking. It's drunkenness that we are opposed to. I had prepared the treat for her. Nine o'clock came, she didn't appear. 10 o'clock came, she didn't appear. By about 10.30, I was assured she wasn't going to be coming to my house. So I turned the porch light off. Then I realized God spared me. This woman, the mother of the lesbian, she wasn't coming for a friendly visit. She was coming to attack me because of what I said to her husband about lesbians. I don't hate lesbians. I hope they can be saved. I hope they will turn to God. I don't hate adulterers. I don't hate abortionists. But I'm not going to wish them well, nor, if I know that they are these things, I don't willingly have them come to my house because of what John said that we could lose a full reward in heaven. And if we show that we sanction their deeds and wish them well in their sins, in Second John, it says, we will be partakers of their evil deeds if we wish them well. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.